Taylor. That oh my gosh, guys, <laughs> she totally set me up. I literally have spent the last ten minutes begging her not to do that, but she keeps oh, saying it's God, my birthday. It is Stop! So I was talking. Today. How could I do that and talk at the same time? <laughs> you can't do talk. <laughs> no, I'm. You have to stop and. <laughs> hey, it's, really it's my birthday, so play that intro yeah. music. Hey everyone, it's Taylor editing. Um, we didn't notice at the time we were recording, but I have I made the executive decision to turn this episode into two parts. One because it was almost two hours long, and you know we're getting really out. We're really out here talking forever. And two, um, I'm running late to my brother's wedding that starts in an hour. So and I'm still doing my hair. So I really kind of have to post this. So yeah, I'll explain more of the format later. But see y'all soon. Welcome. That was a thousand times better, <laughs> man. This is what you get when you don't control the controls. Honestly, I could just do it afterwards. Taylor Whatever. edits, but I am in control. Happy birthday to me. I hate Caitlin as a 21-year-old. I'll say it. <laughs> it's just been all night long. It's been like this, guys. But This is so fun. I don't even know how to start this episode. There's so much to cover. Ugh. There's so much to do. This is our first time we've had a birthday on the podcast. I know. And it's like falling perfectly. We're doing this Thursday-ish. Mm-hmm. We're going to say that. And <laughs> But Caitlin's officially 21 and we're celebrating. You guys, honestly, half of you probably think Caitlin was already 21. Let's be real. I don't know Let's why. It's not, like she wasn't like drinking or anything, but we just like felt like her vibes were 21. <laughs> so mature. So where should we even start? Should we talk about our weeks? Should we start with presents? Yeah, Taylor, how was your week? Did it outweigh the bad? Okay. <laughs> that was really morbid. Oh, my God, yeah. So <laughs> I have a few things to say. And then we also have to talk about the rodeo. We okay. have a lot of things to do yes. tonight, guys. Yes, And l- let's be clear that this was the real rodeo, not the Yeah. And the I've been, it's been stuck in my mind since, so. Yes. Okay, so to start off. Okay, I'll say one good thing, one bad thing. We'll start off with a bad thing. Okay. So today, if you guys know me, I'm not a good, like, I think I'm a good driver. I'm not a good, like, parker and backer-upper or, like, pulling in the spacers. Like, I'm just not great at that. And that's where my weakness lies. So today, I was going to go play a tennis match, excited, hype, ready to go. And I failed to, when I was back in my garage, I failed to notice, like, (laughs) the garage was there. (laughs) The garage was there and, like, (laughs) freaking took off my mirror cracked it everywhere and the, the thing is that was so like I think like almost disturbing at my headspace but I literally like looked to my left and was just like eh. and like just <laughs> kept going like I literally was just it didn't slow me down that's just your vibes yeah it's just my year, vibes probably. I was just like at this point like oh isn't cracked mirror bad luck did you look into it I've been looking to it all day, Caitlin. Honey, that's seven years right there. Oh, I probably have freaking 49 years. <laughs> I got you. I okay, got the math. Okay. I'm okay. a math gal. Oh, I know you're a math gal. <laughs> but So that kind of was crazy town. If you guys know anyone, you know a mirror specialist? 
let me know. Um, I would like to see on my car again. Right now, I can't see the people, like, next to me. I just see the ground, which <laughs> isn't very helpful. I just seeing the road. So, um, you always know what you run over, I guess. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, it's like an artsy picture <laughs> because it's all cracked, you know? Like, maybe something art. I don't know. So, that kind of sucks. So, but I thought this would be really cool to tell Caitlin. So, okay. the other day. I'm listening. I yeah, think. I guess. I <laughs> You're guess. the only person I'm talking to. <laughs> so the other day, I haven't told you this yet. Okay. I was sitting outside with some friends, and um, don't look like you're so unbelieving that I have friends. I'm sorry. I was like, who? <laughs> you're like, wait. In my head. <laughs> She's like, friends? can you cite their names, please? Taylor plays this vibe that she has no friends, but everybody fucking loves Taylor. That's Not the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Except a couple bridges broken. <laughs> but I was sitting outside with some friends, and I look up. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I see a shooting star. <gasps> and it was crazy. And it was like, I thought it was like it was a plane. And it was just went. And then I was like, later that next day, I was on the news, like Wichita News. And I don't know if it was a shooting star because I they said that. the comet yes. Neowise or whatever. Yes, you and saw yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it. <gasps> yeah. I'm and jealous. I didn't even know I saw it. But I was like, man, that's crazy. That's huge. And then like the next day, I saw that. And I was like, isn't that crazy? That's and I'm crazy. such a big space gal, so that I really nerded out for that. I was really happy about That's that. So, so awesome. That was a good and my week. So wait, what day was that? Oh gosh, I saw it on Saturday night, so I probably okay. saw the news article Sunday Monday. Got you. Got but you. yeah, so that was really exciting. That's so. so awesome! I love that for you. So Caitlin, did your good week? No, that's not how I say. It. Did your week wait <laughs> the bad, Caitlin? Um, I would say yes. My classes, I just finished my um, circuits class Woo-hoo. today. Thank the good Lord. And then I take my linear algebra final on Friday. So all in all, and then I have my birthday, to, like right now. You're so, on the rise, girl. You're on, the, you're on your come up. I am. I will say, because I'm a mature 21-year-old and everything. I but um, <laughs> when I turned 21, I had some of the best months of my life. I know. I and lived my best life. Hopefully soon I'll be able to live mm-hmm. those months out a little bit. That's true. That's a little true. bit better. Yeah. Kind of keep it low-key right now. Right now I'm right keeping now. My, my, mm-hmm. my close friends with me and yeah. we'll celebrate maybe just low-key. <laughs> low-key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, it's good. We went to the rodeo and that was crazy. Taylor <sighs> found out that she's an animal activist. So can we talk about the rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> So we should I, we just start from the beginning. I think Taylor thought that when <laughs> at the rodeo, we pet the horses. We're very kind to the we're very kind to the cows. We we give them little cuddles. But she was really awakened when she found that we do like cow wrestling and stuff like that. Okay, this is the problem. This is the first problem. I think my vibe when you said rodeo, my mind didn't think like horses and bulls. My right, my mind thought like club rodeo. Like, Honey, we're going to a party. I told you that that's yeah. nothing like So here's Taylor be. getting ready to go out. <laughs> I thought about my outfit for days. I get my purse. Honestly, ready to go? I'm ready to go. Like, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. We walk in. Rudely awakened. Rudely awakened. Already there's porta-potties. <laughs> and <laughs> and that, that already called for bad news for so Taylor. So gross, honestly. Yeah, I had a little issue with those just I, I think everyone has if you like a porta potty do you know what i did i don't want to talk to you oh my god that's right <laughs> taylor literally she didn't want to put her ass on the seat so she thought i'm just gonna put my pants down a little bit and just squat over the toilet <laughs> she, she this squatted, is like freaking six o'clock <laughs> when she squatted i think she missed the hole <laughs> 
and it ended up looking like she peed her pants because she sort of peed on her pants. We all make mistakes. But she was still wearing her cowgirl boots. Honestly, I still felt confident. I was like, everyone looked, I was like, I sat on something, I sat on something, like, no big deal. And we went on with our day. Yeah, we did. But I was... Maybe it kept you a little cooler, you know? Honestly, I felt great. Another first of all is you go up on the stands, and there's so big holes. Like, if freaking someone's toe poked me, I'd be on the floor. Like, I'd fall 50 feet. That's how high up we were. And yeah. it, it's just, that's dangerous. That doesn't follow standards. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I had to freaking wear a bungee vest to sit up there just in case I fell. So that was already, like, the first problem. And then next thing you know, I look over, and I'm expecting them to do bear racing, which I did. And next thing I know, they're freaking choking cows out. Okay, let's. Uh. <laughs> she explains and it they so They literally badly. like jumped. This poor cow was running for his life. They jumped on him and freaking <laughs> tied him up. I literally thought I was watching like, they're freaking cow serial killers. I'll say it. They are not. They're worse than anyone. It's just wanna... it's so hard for me to understand you struggling with that because that's literally what I grow grew up with. I went to rodeos every year and I saw that <laughs> every year and I'm like, oh my god, yay, go go go! You should just and see Taylor's my face just through this. crying basically. Yeah, I literally almost cried at one point. It was getting so crazy town. And then I found out today actually from a friend what they do to make the bulls freak out like that. What do they do? They tie a rope around the private area. That's what I. That's what Lauren told you. And that's ridiculous. How would they do that to you? Okay. <laughs> You're literally comparing <laughs> me with a bull. It's my birthday, Taylor. I'm really making this. Am I that chunky? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, whoa. Well, basically. You know what you are? What? A bully. <laughs> you know, well, actually, if you think about it, the people that are doing that to the bulls are the bullies. That's where they came up with that name. Did you know that? No, that's not 100%. correct. 100%. That's incorrect. fun fact of the day. Okay. Mm, don't give her the banjos. <laughs> I give myself the banjos, actually. <laughs> I hate you so, so much. Yeah, what else happened at the rodeo? We didn't... Oh, so then there was this dance, but, you know, like, social distancing, we didn't want to We completely do the avoided that. We completely avoided it. So Caitlin's like, let's climb this giant fence. <laughs> and I'm not good with heights. Oh, my gosh. I, guys, I don't know how many fences I've climbed. Did Hashtag you, cowgirl. Have you, instead of, like, stepping over, I, like, hugged it like a freaking koala bear and, like, rolled and, like, scraped my whole entire leg. And then I was like, oh, this is great. Then we had to do it again. Yep, All plus, the void. Well, you know, if a circle, you go inside the circle, you got to get outside of the circle. It was noble, Just though. Just basic math. It was noble. Well, I, you know... I thought you'd be nicer to me this episode. <laughs> I'm being super just, nice. I just thought, maybe, maybe she'll laugh at my jokes this episode. <laughs> I, tr- you know, I even wrote some down just to maybe <laughs> make you like, smile. Caitlin's testing that on everyone. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, do you guys think this is funny? Do you think Taylor will think this is funny? I really need her to laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna do like the laugh cam, like the shows do. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like after your jokes to make it less awkward, you know. But. Basically, we had fun at the rodeo overall. I think it was fun. It's fun with some good friends. For sure. I wasn't the biggest. I liked the barrel racing. Yep. That was pretty hype. One of my favorites. Um, After that, did I look up, like, horse activists? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Do I weigh a lake at night every night thinking about the health of those bulls and the cows and the... They freaking ran the little... Then little kids were, like, riding these lambs all over the place, like... 
no one's safe at the rodeo. No one is safe. <laughs> Not even the animals. It was crazy. But oh yeah, God. and then they put out like this big, like if it tells, they put out this big inflatable man and the bulls just like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a threat to the crowd, but they just like, <laughs> they go through that big inflatable man when they let out. And I'm just like, I'm scared. Like, you gotta make it exciting. It was exciting, all right. But um, what a night, honestly. What a night. What a night. Um, well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying. We tried to keep our intro under twenty minutes because uh-huh. Taylor and I both have super long stories. Yeah, super so exciting. Super exciting. This stories. is one of my favorite stories, honestly. All right, so should we should we jump right into it? No. Um, oh. Okay. You have to open your birthday present. Oh my God. It, and right. this special dis- addiction. Uh, Let's try it one more time. This special edition episode is Caitlin's birthday. So I am known for getting some of the weirdest gifts. And I'm going to give Caitlin a gift. I didn't wrap them because I don't know how. But it's a thought that counts. I also made a cake for her today. You want to describe the cake, Caitlin? You guys, it's beautiful. I'm going to post a picture on Instagram because <laughs> it's just that beautiful. It's a little sketch city. It is a little sketch And it's city. mostly because I have no patience. Like, my sister baked the cake for me and baked the cookies. Cake looks great, mm-hmm. guys. Frosting job. Mm-hmm. Taylor didn't wait till it was all completely. I got excited. I, like, felt um, it. And cool. it felt like 100, a little, a little had a fever. Mm-hmm. But I just... Started smearing it, it. and now it's it was supposed to say H or Happy Birthday, Caitlin or KD. So HBD (laughs) KD. Um, I couldn't even really read that. (laughs) So beautiful cake. It meant a lot, but not so pretty on the outside. (laughs) It's honestly that's a life lesson. It's what matters on the inside. Amen, sis. Amen. Okay, so I'm gonna give her her first gift. Okay. Um, if we had to do like a description, it's. A letter that I tried to open like normal, and then I gave up, so I just ripped off the side. Okay. And then I just didn't ever wrap it again. So, here you go. <laughs> Red bubble. Do you know Ooh. what that is? Oh, that's the stickers place. Oh, don't rip them. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <gasps> Yo, she got me a juice tart. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so hot. <gasps> and David and the king. Oh my god. I thought the king from Hamilton reminds me of Caitlyn, so I got her it. <laughs> These are so perfect, Do you like the guys? street cat? Someone's just Dude. at you. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm going to go on explaining each one of these. <laughs> so first one is the king from um, Hamilton. Which is one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. because he's just him. so funny. And he reminds me of my Lord, Fa- Lord Farquaad days, <laughs> honestly. And then we have David Dobrik. Which, happy birthday, David Brogvig. Oh, my God. I have the <laughs> same birthday They're birthday David. twins. Dude, it's literally one of my mm-hmm. biggest flexes. It honestly is. She's talked to ever since she figured, she, when she figured out, she called me. Like, I thought it was an emergency and she was so pumped. It was Never seen you so happy in your life. So exciting. Honestly. And if you can somehow shout out David Dobrik to let him know that we have the same birthday, I would love you so much. Yeah. Well, there's that everyone. And go tweet at him tell him yes 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 the next one <laughs> i hope you've listened to our <laughs> camping episode because this one is about raccoons skunks and possums and it's <laughs> with a rainbow and it says support your local street cats <laughs> honestly and this is my thought like i'm You're so trying to prove the point i'm so the determined that raccoons are cats i just have to <laughs> literally give it to her as a birthday present i love it so much and then ugh. Our boy Drew Starkey with his shirt off in one of my most favorite pictures mm-hmm. from Instagram where he's looking fine as hell. 
<laughs> that, I knew that was your favorite dude, part, so I, I had to do it. I love them so much. Those are so perfect, dude. <laughs> okay, on to the next, next one. Next one, next one. So. Oh, God. Okay, it's a box. <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin. What is it? Sir Perky? Is that his <laughs> Okay. It's a bottle <laughs> It's a bottle opener. This <laughs> is this massive dog. <laughs> I had a deer back. Dude. <laughs> I thought it'd be perfect for you, honestly. I'm going to put this where all my roommates can see. And they're not even going to be surprised. They're, oh, Caitlin's shit's out yeah. again. <laughs> Caitlin, can you at least put it away when the guests come over? This is embarrassing at this point. Oh, my God. I thought it was dude. perfect. And we're going to use it tonight to open up <gasps> our drinks. That's why I wanted dude, to wait. Dude, I'm so excited. I can't get this open. Yeah. You want me to open it while you yeah. open your last present? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I saw this on TikTok, <gasps> this idea. It's a Duncan, I can tell. Okay, it's a Duncan. Okay, Open it up. Okay. Did, is Duncan sponsoring me? Yes. <laughs> That's it. We're getting sponsored by Duncan. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, 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 okay. <gasps> <laughs> I customized it. No. <laughs> Guys, she took Drew Starkey's, my favorite picture of his, and put it on a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. <laughs> yeah, that was your two favorite things, honestly. Dude, this is literally our <laughs> podcast right it here. It honestly is. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, it even has my little note. Yeah. Happy birthday. She said, too, Caitlin. Happy birthday, co-host. Thought you should take a break from the alcohol and enjoy some coffee while looking at your boy. Oh. Evan's shaking in his yeah, boots. Yeah, he's right like, now. crap. He's sending his gift card a picture of him on it. It's <laughs> my address right now. I'm like. Sorry, too oh late. My God. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Caitlin. I thought you'd like it. I love it. Oh my God, she got out Mr. And Perky. I got out Mr. Perky. <laughs> <laughs> Even has a butt cheeks. <laughs> it's so freaking perfect I for you. I think we should try the butt cheeks. Oh, I, that, I wonder if that opens up. <laughs> That's for the thing. Should we go for it? Should we? Should we open up? I think we should. This is mere bricks. I mean, Caitlin are practicing with her birthday gift since she's 21, and we're doing. I've been icing Caitlin all night long so Guys, far. I've, <laughs> I've fucked fucking three so far. It's so I agree to do one with her. <laughs> oh, it does work well. Ooh, did you hear that? Those work well. Thanks, sir Perky. <laughs> Can I see the bad boy? This looks. How do I open this? Ooh, I heard it. I don't know how to use it. Well, it is a twist off, so you just gotta pretend. <laughs> oh, I got it. I'm, we the tw- I'm the new 21 year old. Hmm. <laughs> we were practicing. We really want to get some use out of him. Okay, I'll pause it. Okay. This is your commercial break, everyone. And you can just imagine what's happening. We just did Caitlin's first ever kind of icing of being legal icing. Uh, yeah. First one ever. First one, legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. For legal reasons, she's joking. And, for um, legal reasons, I am joking. Uh, we, it was actually, I don't think I've ever done one of those before, but. Taylor did a damn good job. Hey. <sighs> Proud of you, actually. Thanks. It's one of my specialties. I was, like, trying to stare at you. Like, I wasn't really worried <laughs> about my drink. I was more worried about how you were doing. And then I realized it was, hers was going down real fast. I was like, wow, I got to keep up. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> so, you know, we all have talent <laughs> and. Mind that, so um, Taylor has showed her many talents on this podcast. 
Should we get into our episode? I think we should. I think we should. I think we should. We got a long episode coming to you, but I'm going to try to shorten it for y'all. Guys, so, this is this is a big one. This is a huge... I think this is the biggest case I've covered so far. That's so exciting for yeah. you. Yeah. And so this was a big... When I was, like, deciding... So this is actually a viewer suggestion. Our viewer, Emily, Yay. actually suggested to do this. She watched the movie called The Zodiac on Netflix, mm-hmm. and she suggested to do this. So I watched the movie also. I also watched a BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed Unsolved about it, so, like, completely educated. So what is this title? The Zodiac Killer. Oh, So this Lord. one, after watching almost a three-hour movie, then watching that other video, like, I still did so much research because mm-hmm. there's just so much information, and I can't, like, possibly cover it all. For sure. But I'm going to try to do my best, and this is one of the craziest ones ever but yeah, she guys she was working her little tissue i know out. caitlin was doing homework and i was over I there was. doing <laughs> i was over there doing the real work over here but so caitlin have you heard of the zodiac killer i have yes and do you know anything about him now can you remind me just some main details or do you want me to just wait because i Let's, i want to say that did he go into people's houses or was that not him that's not him all right. Completely different. So it's giving me a surprise, which is good. I, it's Perfect. Like, I hear this. I, you know, I listen to so many podcasts. Uh-huh. They just all are they all, at this Honestly, point, they sucks. all. You remember like a little few details for every case, but it's hard to remember like what happened. Yes. But this is one more I think you'll definitely remember. Honestly. I definitely probably will. Yes. I'm going to have you shake in your boots by 10 minutes. Oh, in. I bet you will. Okay. So the Zodiac Killer. I'm just going to first start off with the timeline. Okay. So this is before the Zodiac Killer ever existed. Let me just get all set in. And yeah, ready to get go. all set in. Okay. So throw you back to 1968, a year before 1969. <laughs> um, I thought that'd make everything easier for you to understand. No, so it makes um, so much more sense. Yeah, I was okay, so confused okay, okay, there for okay, a cool, second. Cool, cool, cool. So in December 20, 20th, 1968, man, I'm already. I literally had one ice. I'm like. <laughs> December, like, I can't even read, but, oh, yeah, um, like yeah, man, okay. <laughs> December 20th, 1968, teens David Arthur Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen were going to go on their first official date. Okay. So they both had been looking forward to this date all day and talking to her, you know, have you ever been on a date? <laughs> That's a stupid question. She's been dating your boyfriend since she was, like, born. Like, <laughs> yes, I, I think one or two times. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but basically, do you remember your first date? No, we started dating when we were pretty young. Okay, okay. So I'd say at the movies. Okay, okay. And I was trying to, like, hold his hand underneath, yeah. like, the cup holder. The popcorn. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so secret. Yeah. We're you, so young. You your chaperone's two rows back. You exactly, have to make sure they don't see. Exactly. But basically, um, they were super excited. And this is, like, back in the 60s, so this was, like, a pretty official, like, literally the boy comes to the door and mm-hmm. meets the dad. Okay. So, like, she was very excited, talking to her sisters all day, and he was excited and but how old are they? What they're in high school. They're senior oh, and junior. So gotcha. okay. David's a senior at Vallejo Senior High School in California, and Betty was a junior at Hogan High School. So they went to different high schools. Gotcha. So their plan was, or what they told their parents, their plan was, were they're going to a Christmas concert. This is right before Christmas, five days before Christmas. But when they when he picked her up, they quickly changed their mind, trying to make it more of like a spontaneous date, mm-hmm. and they went to a diner, which is like. Honestly, I bet those vibes were oh my crazy gosh. cool. And this, like, 
the 60s right beginning uh-huh. of the 70s like those diners were probably so cool to be in i can like feel the vibes right me now too, honestly me too. i'm thinking of like riverdale that's probably yeah. nothing everyone's probably that's anyone I think that over 70s show yeah yeah like yeah. a little bit like uh-huh. that when they go to the we have a diner coast. named jimmy's diner in wichita yeah i always love going there because the vibes are cool it is it's cute but basically I went to a diner and then they decided to go to lake herman road which is on the outskirts of vallejo california so they basically kind of went to the middle of any, not anywhere, the middle of nowhere, and they it's kind of like a lover's lane. Okay. Not very unusual for teenagers. Um, have you ever been to lover's lane? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am much more classy, thank you. <laughs> I like how this is one of my props. <laughs> I was going to say something, but you have to cut it out. Okay, I don't know what that as a prompt. Like, I thought that really was going to get us on a good conversation. That we was going do have, We do have a dirt road in Goodland mm-hmm. that a lot of people go to. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Dirty Dirt Road. <laughs> Original Dirty Dirt Road. Yeah, we don't do that in Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor gave me the wink when no, she No, I didn't. <laughs> Basically, Caitlin, they stop giving me that look. <laughs> Caitlin's over here smirking, having the time of her life. I'm just gonna go on, honestly. So basically, if you don't <laughs> that look, I'm feeling so uncomfortable. I just won't look at you right now. Okay, don't look at me. Okay. So basically, they are just chilling in the car, and I mean, we don't really know what they're doing, honestly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we don't. We don't. No, yeah, we don't. Okay, so a, cool, a car pulled up next to theirs, and it was like a light-colored, maybe, it kind of looked like a Chevrolet Impala. Impala? Mm-hmm. Impala, okay. Yeah. And the driver just basically, the driver of the Chevrolet basically just walked up and started shooting his twenty-two caliber from the driver's side. What? Yeah. Just started shooting at literally, them. Literally, without any talking, literally just came up and started shooting at them. Oh no reason. God. And he basically just started shooting at them, and they tried to escape, and I think Betty was found like 30 feet from the car. Oh. But they both were pronounced dead at the scene. Well, Betty was pronounced dead at the scene. David was taken to the hospital and died upon arrival. Mm. And many, the reason why they have the description of the car is because many people actually saw the car, like witnesses. Like, no one was parked near them. They are kind of isolated, but when he was escaping people saw that and were able to report to the police later gotcha but basically betty i think was found like 30 feet from the car and yeah it was just extremely completely random no motives like these are teenagers you know okay moving on to the year 69 um july 4th caitlin cannot keep her crap together today she's literally a giggling machine i'm trying to tell a serious story here and you are (laughs) laughing about immature concepts I was not, don't say that. 69 is a funny <laughs> word. 69 is a word. Funny word. Yeah. That you're a math major. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roundabout. So, so is, and what city is this all in? This is, this happened in uh, Vallejo, California. Is this so a small? California. Probably not. It's near San Francisco. Okay. So these, that's so sad. Yeah. Okay. So Vallejo, California. So fast forward, that happened on December 20th, 1968. So fast okay. forward like six months later. On July 4th, 4th July, 1969, 
Michael Renault Maggio. I'm not going to say it right. Okay. It's like M-A-G-E-A-U. Maggio. M-A-G-E-A-U. Go. Mago. I don't know. So, Sounds good to me. I'll look it up. Kay. And Darlene Elizabeth Farron. They basically, I'm pretty sure Farron was married, Elizabeth was married, but they had, he had picked her up and they were going to go somewhere to talk. It's not clear what they were going to talk about, but it's kind of like the other situation where they're going someplace isolated. So mm. they had parked in the isolated like parking lot uh, near Blue Rock Spring Park on the east like the outer east side of Vallejo, California. So they're sitting there and they're talking in their cars, just them two. And it's not clear really what they're talking about. And I didn't really get how they known each other, but all of a sudden a light brown Ford Mustang or a Chevrolet Corvair pulled up to them. And their first thought was, which I think this would be anyone's thought of thought first. Like if you're sitting there and all of a sudden a car comes up behind you and you're isolated like, either someone weirdly had the same idea as you, or, or but, a cop. I don't know why I just cop. go right yeah. to a cop. Or a cop. That's my first thought, too. And yeah. either, and usually, you know, you would think the car would, like, see either see you and be like, oh, crap, I'm not going to go there and go, or um, the cop would come. Yeah. So they first, when they saw their first thought was it was a police officer. Sure. So they basically are like, oh, my crap. Like, And they're like, get kind of like, get your license, get your ID, pretty much. Like, we're getting, like, pulled over. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really doing anything wrong. They were literally just sitting there talking. Yeah. And so, the, I mean, they didn't have anything to arrest them on or anything. So all of a sudden, the person parks, like, behind them. And I think the movie Zodiac, like, portrays this very, like, how I kind of see it. Mm-hmm. So you guys definitely need to check that out on YouTube. Not YouTube. Next. Okay. But all of a sudden, a man comes with a flashlight and, like, shining on him. And without talking at all, fired five shots at them, shooting them at a point-blank range, and all of a sudden walked, kind of started walking back to his car. And as they were, like, screaming for help, he came back and shot them each two more times. Oh, my God. So made no sense, no motive again, very close range, and the person didn't talk, never even said anything. And what had happened is the person had a flashlight strapped to his gun. So when he was looking like he was shining a light on, yeah, he actually had his gun. So that's, like, gun. very – they can vividly remember that. Wait, so, they're still alive? So here's what happened. So Elizabeth ended up – Darlene Elizabeth ended up dying on the scene. Oh. But Michael ended up living. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he lived. So later he would describe the man as white male, 5'8 to 5'9, late 20s, early 30s, stocky build, round face, and brown hair. So he was able even to describe him. Wow. So, um, within an hour, well, I'll say this first. So, from this crime scene, though, the good thing is they were able to get fingerprints and also description because one person did survive. So, they actually got a description from Michael, which was very helpful to have actually a description of the killer. But also, it was dark. And, I mean, like, the only time he really got to see him when he was, like, fleeing away. So, it's not like it was, like, crazy good description, but, I mean, it was something. And they did get some fingerprints. How did they get fingerprints then? I'm not 100% sure if he, like, touched the car. I I need to look up that. But basically, within an hour, a call came to the Vallejo Police Department. And the person basically told them the location of the crime, claimed responsibility, and he also said, I also killed Faraday and Jensen, the story I just talked about. Mm -hmm. So already... They know they have a serial killer on their hands. Jeez. 
And does this remind you of something? I kept thinking about this when I was doing this. What do you mean? In Wichita, if you guys aren't from Wichita, we oh. have like an infamous killer of BTK. BTK, yeah, that's and exactly. Would, that, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's who I was first thinking of when yeah. you said like. Obviously, I knew BTK wasn't probably going to be the story that mm-hmm. you were doing, but that's who I always go to because BTK is so well known uh-huh. around here in these parts, and yeah. so many people know of that story. Yes. So basically, if you don't know, he was a serial killer in Wichita, and he killed like eleven people in the mm-hmm. same times. And what's crazy about this all is like during this time, there was a lot of like low-key serial killers like there's ted bundy was on this Mm -hmm. and like i think this is kind of close to where btk but in my theory to why and this will show i'll talk more about this in the story but right as of now we have so much technology so it's so easy for all the police departments to communicate but like when especially like ted bundy was doing all his murders he was doing them around the country and it was so hard for them to like organize their files and so they're having a hard time connecting cases and even though some of these murders just happened in different counties, the police were still having a hard time. And, like, the movie shows this really well. So they had some information, and they were just kind of, like, all mixed up. So it was hard to, like, go fast and get all this information. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, for sure. So, but basically this person called them and told them. So they were able to go out and pretty quickly after, within an hour, and find these people. So... About less than a month after this murder, on July 31st, 1969, and this reminds me of BTK so much, which is kind of crazy, which maybe a copycat of this, maybe took inspiration, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But a letter was sent in the three news stations in San Francisco. Okay. So the letter basically said to the editor, it said, Dear Editor, I am the killer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman. And he also talked about the murder at Blue Rock Springs and took uh, credit for that. And But, you know, a lot of people, like, it's very sad, but a lot of people take, like, um, credit for things. Especially they, like, oh, are they trying to play some, like, sick joke on someone? Yeah. But you he get that a lot where mm-hmm. a lot of people just want that attention. Sick, a- sick attention. Yeah, sick it's attention. It's disgusting. 100%. They just want to, like, stray p- police away from what they should actually be looking mm-hmm. at. And so it's just awful that yes. people do do that. Yeah. And But the thing is about this letter is it contained details that only the killer would know. Okay, okay. And that that's how sense. it reminds me of BTK, too, because he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He That's how he would kind of confirm he did it. So they knew that um, it was actually him who did it. And he closed the letter with the zodiac symbol, which is a, basically the zodiac symbol is, is a circle with a cross through it. Got you. So, that's not the only thing that was weird about that letter. So, attached to the letter, and it was the paper, one piece of paper was split in three pieces of ink length and mailed to each, one piece was mailed to each newspaper. And in this newspaper, he had a 408-character cipher, so a code. Okay. And let me show you a picture of, like, what the code looked like. All right. So, this is where he gets his name. This was the code he sent to the newspaper. And I'll show Caitlin a picture, and she kind of can describe it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's like hieroglyph- hieroglyphics. Hier- yeah, it's a hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. Something. God, why can I say that? Hier- it's hard hieroglyphics. Word. Yes. Just like a bunch of little little um, symbols with mm-hmm. that kind of like symbolize. They symbolize letters or, like, honestly, you don't know. Yes, 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 but yes. But the crazy thing about this is they're from very, when I looked it up, they're from a lot of different, like, alphabets. Like, some of them are, like, Star symbols, other like, there. There's just like a lot from different places. So basically, he said, and this was like his thing. This mm-hmm. is what he was known for. 
In the letter, he said he's he majored in hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. He's known for his uh, codes. Dick. Uh, what a sucker. He had to make things I complicated. Hate this guy. I just you already this hate guy. him because <laughs> honestly, he's like the worst type of person because yes. he's like Chinese, like, oh, I'm so smart. Uh, like, exactly. I knew code. Like, you could have made it so much more simple. Like, no one cares about our freaking code. Uh, like, we don't got time to solve these. And like, you know, he's just doing all of this yeah, stuff just to mess to be the more yeah. well known around the media. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, he wants that attention. Exactly. Like, and that's what you're seeing. Like, you see that in a lot of serial killers when they don't get the attention. And this is where it goes. Like, Basically, in the letter, he wrote that if they did not publish his cipher in the newspaper, he would kill. He would go on a killing rampage that weekend. Oh, my gosh. So this is supposed as, like, an ethical problem, which I can kind of talk to you about. But basically, like, do you publish it and do his wishes? It's so hard. Or do you not? And he said front page. Or do you not listen to him and kind of, like, don't let him hold you hostage like that? But each of the newspapers decided to publish it because mm. they were scared. And you, Do you, you agree with that? This is where I go back because I agree with them. They're like, we don't want someone's blood on our hands because, no, like, yeah, how terrible definitely. would you feel? But also, like, I'm like, would it technically be their fault if he did? Well, and it's interesting because maybe that is the whole sole reason mm-hmm. why the Z- Zodiac Killer is so famous. I mean, even if you don't mm-hmm. know ser- serial killers, you know Zodiac Killer. Mm-hmm. People know that That's name true. even without knowing the mm-hmm. whole story behind and it. And at the end of the day, he got what he wanted. He like, did. He people, did. I mean, we're talking about him today. Definitely. And so I, it, his publicity started with, you have to publish this, and he Gosh. knew he'd get big. Mm-hmm. And when I'm thinking, if he had enough time to do all those codes, he had to be like, I mean, he's gotten away with four, not four, three murders so far because yeah. one person survived. But, I mean, he has to be decently smart. Yeah. Like, he's not, his murders are pretty well planned. Definitely. I mean, they were able to get a little bit of fingerprints, but he's not leaving tons of DNA. And this so. is also back in the 70s, so, like, how much can they really analyze back sure. then? So, he's not dumb by any means. So, basically, the newspapers published this in each of their newspapers and pretty much were like, can someone crack this code? Like, we're asking for the public's help. Mm-hmm. So a week later, a school teacher from Sal- Salinas and his wife cracked the code. Oh my gosh, yeah. I do remember uh-huh. this part. Yeah, because yes. I was like, God, I wish that was me. Yeah, and <laughs> I was like, how amazing would it be if you're just like sitting yes. with your husband, like 80 years old, and you're I like, remember this. like, this is better than morning crossword. Like, and yes. yeah, so it took him about a week, and so they were able to crack it. And she was able to encode that each symbol so- stood for a letter. Mm-hmm. So kind of the way she was able to do it is she kind of looked for vowels. She looked for, like, double consonants because she knew the – she – I think this is crazy. Like, she knew the killer just by – this girl's smart. Just by, like, psychology, Sounds she like knew it. that he was, like, kind of low-key obsessed with himself. So she knew the letter – the Good. it would start with an I. <gasps> Genius. And so she kind of deco- was like, oh, that letter. And then she was looking for double consonants because she knew the – she knew – the word kill would be in there. That's good. So she was able to eventually figure out K-I-L-L, and she was eventually figure out all of it. So when she was able to finally decide, figure out what the letter said, literally the letter, I'll read a quote from it, and I'll talk about more what it was saying. Okay. A quote, in quote, the letter said, I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal at all. Of all, sorry. Whoa. And this is, like, referencing the book The Most Dangerous Game, which, if I remember correctly, it's basically, like, the whole point of the book is, like, men are the people you're supposed to be most scared of. But okay. it's, like, 
they stop hunting animals and they start it's just like a very like disgusting weird book it's a weird book you know you know when someone like likes something completely random and Mm -hmm. you're like oh like i like it but i'm not like obsessed with it yeah yeah that's it was like one of those and you're like oh and you can kind of always remember like that person like really likes strange so that's something that stood out write that down stay away from him (laughs) you're like i'm not getting on your bad side (laughs) but basically that was something that stuck out to the detectives that obvious reference to that book and I've watched um, movies about serial killers that get obsessed with almost like a movie or if you ever have watched Don't F with Cats, mm-hmm. basically they get obsessed with a movie or something and they like try to imitate it and it becomes like this big obsession and that's how I'm kind of saying this. I so, that, yeah. but he was also, if this kind of tells you where his headspace was at, he was also talking about, he was like, I don't want to be laughing, but he was like, Every person I kill is becoming my slave in the afterlife. And he's like, so I'm basically not going to stop killing because I'm getting slaves for the afterlife. And my first thought is, I don't think that's how that works. Dude. Like, like who came up with that idea? Like, what? What fucking religion yeah. is that? I was like, I need it. What? Like, that doesn't even logically make sense. But that kind of tells you, like. He's just, oh, my. I want to like, punch this guy in the face. I yeah, really I know. Do. I already don't like him. I mean, first of all, he's a sucker. He's the person that shows off his intelligence. We get it, okay? You vape, dude. Like, <laughs> like honestly, we get it. Like, okay, cool. God. And then he's referencing books. We get it. You read. Lit. <laughs> and then he's talking about, like, okay, how arrogant are you? Like, no, we all know that's not how it works. I mean, truly, no one knows what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. It so, ain't that. It ain't work. That ain't it. That ain't, that ain't it, buddy. So, so before then, he never, like, said he was a Zodiac. He just signed with that symbol. But a week later, he sent the San Francisco Examiner another letter that said, Dear Editor, this is Zodiac speaking. And it started off. So over the years, he sent so much letters. Like, this guy was, whew. Completely obsessed with himself? He was obsessed with himself. I'm like, man, they should have been looking to see who's buying all the postage because <laughs> this guy was sending tons of letters, really? honestly. Honestly, that would have been mm-hmm. an interesting theory honestly? to go after. God, Taylor. Hey. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be obsessed oh with my. myself. The next detective, Detective Dorne. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know me. So a few months go by, one month, two months, and another couple was attacked. So if you see a trend, he's attacking couples, and it's always a girl and a boy, kind of the same, young couples. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this couple was named Brian Calvin Hartnell and Cecilia Ann Shepard. So this one, I also see, you guys have to watch the movie. It honestly is like, and it's very like accurate from the research I did, like, but they really displayed this very well. So basically this couple were kind of on a date, and they were just chilling on like, a part of this beach called Lake Berryessa in Napa County in California. Mm-hmm. and But it was like an isolated part, so there wasn't a lot of people near them. And basically, they were just... This is so freaking creepy when I think about this. They were just chilling. In the movie, they just picked this, and this is really what happened. The girl was kind of like, hey, is like someone coming up? And the guy was kind of was like, it's public beach, like, yeah. But she's like, is he hiding behind a tree? Ew, and it was like this bumps. weird, yeah, it gives me goosebumps. It was a big tree. And, you know, even if – it's just so weird because that's not normal Mm-mm. to go hide behind a tree. And he was kind of like – didn't really think much out of it. And all of a sudden this guy walked out. 
And I'm going to show you a picture of what he was kind of dressed like. Uh, I don't want scary thoughts. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry if you guys get scared. Well, <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Okay, so he basically has, like, a hood. Oh, my God. He reminds me of, like, a dark knight in yeah. a way. Yeah. It's like that. It's something you have nightmares oh, about, honestly. Like and this all you is see like the worst. Is the eyes, uh-huh. like the eyes, and then it's just like a, like yes. very dark hood with like white sleeves. And, oh mm-hmm. my god! I don't and like it that. has the zodiac symbol on the chest. Oh god! And his head is covered. His face is covered. What a dark, dark soul. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he basically came up to them, and they're like, "Whoa!" Because I mean, even if he wasn't wearing that, and They'd maybe be like, oh, maybe someone lost, looking for directions. But you could tell he had his gun. And he he said, his first thing, he, he talked to, this, the difference, another thing, difference between this killing and the last killings. So like I said, last one, he didn't say any words. Mm-hmm. It was very much like he shot him, done, like they never talked. Yeah. This time he talked to them for a while. Like they had a conversation. Really? Yeah, very different. So he first claimed he was from Montana or Colorado. And basically he's like, he needed money and he needed a car and he was going to flee to Mexico. That was his story. So very, like, heart, the man, Brian, was very, like, honestly, like, cooperative. He was like, I don't want no problems. Like, yeah. you know, like, probably all of us, if someone tries to rob us, they have a gun, you're going to be like, oh, take it. Like, Dude, take wherever you I have want. literally $8 in my wallet. You're not getting far. <laughs> and my car has a broken mirror. Like, no don't, radio. don't try to change to the left lane. That's all I'll say. Um, so basically, he offered his wallets and keys. And... The, he didn't take them. This reminds me of my story I did last story. And remember the Las Cruces massacre? They basically came in. Oh, And yes, they didn't yes. take all the money, which is very strange. So That's how this was. It kind of set up like a robbery, but they didn't take the wallet or the keys. He was there for something bigger, wasn't mm-hmm. he? 100%. It was just like his way to get closer to him. What a dick. So he tied them both up and basically was like, they probably thought, and the sad part is, and this part was, so hard to watch on the movie, honestly, Mm because you just, like, knew it was this false sense of hope because he, like, kind of set it up as, I'm going to rob you, and he tied him up, and their probably first thought was, like, he's going to take our stuff and leave. It'll be good. This doesn't happen to me. This doesn't happen. And their biggest worry was probably, like, is anyone going to find us here? Because how are they going to get out of it? So he tied them up, and but then started brutally stabbing them both. No. And he stabbed. Change of weapon. Mm-hmm. Weapon. A though, different so weapon too. Very different. But he basically at Cecilia was killed at the scene, but Brian survived. I was gonna say you have mm-hmm. to th- see. My little theory mm-hmm. is you don't know all these facts unless someone's alive. Mm-hmm. So that's why. That's why you know. I kind of know. But I got a little. This kind of like interesting. Is interesting because okay. the boy has survived both attempts. Very true. Like he's not like sticking around to make sure. Like so, two times and honestly, very risky because anyone could identify him. Very true. Because um, yeah, and so pretty much, he casually walks away. But the craziest thing, he when he was before he walked away, he sketched something in their car, and I'll let you read it. Is it the Zodiac? Oh, God. It says Vallejo, 12 20, 68, 7 4 69, September 27 69, 6 30 by night. Oh, God. So basically, the dates, he put the right? dates of the last two murders he did. Oh, my God. And he God. put the murder weapon by with knife. this by knife. 
and he put the Zodiac camel sketched into their cars. Oh, my God. So this, that is just creepy. And then in about, about an hour later, he called the Napa Police Department and confessed it again. He said, basically, you're going to find two dead bodies at blah, blah. So when they came out. And he said two dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So he, he had no idea these people were surviving. Okay. Well, he probably did eventually. But then they were able to see, they were able to take the people to the hospital. They were also able to see what was sketched on the car. And another thing they were able to recover, they recovered some fingerprints again. Mm-hmm. But also they recovered boot tracks, which mm-hmm. um, the boots, at, they were size 10 and a half. And they were called wing walkers, but they were very unique. I think they were, from what I remember, it's like military grade. So, like, oh, you can right. literally only get that. with a military ID. So, very it's not. Okay. So, that kind of narrows it down. And gotcha. honestly, at this point, when I'm, like, thinking who could be this, like, what's a good profile, I'm thinking I'm thinking someone in the military because yeah. they have experience with codes. They have these very military. True. Like, they, I mean, they are pretty experienced with guns. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm getting that vibe right away, and I still have that vibe. Was, was the, like, tying up, was that anything significant? I don't think either? it was anything no. crazy. Okay. I didn't hear about it. Okay. But, yes. So, basically, on October 11th, 1969, so a few months later, another attack. This attack was a man named Paul Lee Stein. Now, this attack is very different. Because so he doesn't have a couple? Yes. Okay. So every attack so far has been couples, and this one was very different. So basically, this ca- he was a cab driver, and whoever the murdered a Zodiac killer got in the back seat, and they only went like a block. And the Zodiac killer basically shot him back of the head at close range. So in the movie they describe it, they're in like a middle of a street. Like this is like not, and every single part murder so far has been in an isolated area where yeah. there's like he literally could casually walk away and it's call and have time. But now he's getting street. more, and I think you start to see this as they, you see this in serial killers, they get more comfortable and like sure. make more Confident. risks. But three people from like the apartment building saw this happen, and their first impression was literally like, "Are someone getting in a, sh- a fight?" And they like didn't know. So this was the corner of Washington Sherry in San Francisco where this happened. Mm-hmm. So when they first, the police got there to the scene, they their first they first didn't be like, oh, it's a Zodiac killer. Their first thing was like, this was a robbery because sure. the walls and the keys were taken. And the man, but a weird, some weird things is a large portion of his shirt was ripped off. And they're kind of like weird. And also men's size seven bloody gloves were sent found at the scene. So they were able to get a bloody fingerprint too, which oh. they were able to do it. So they start... So, right away, so the cops got there fast, and they started, um, before they got there, these, the people that saw it from the apartment complex called the cops, and they basically, they said, describe who it is, and they described the person as a white male, 25, 30 years old, 5'8 to 5'9", stocky build, reddish-brown hair, worn in a crew cut, heavy rim glasses, and dark clothing. Well, and here's one of the most frustrating things I've ever heard in my life. What's it? Somehow, the dispatcher got this wrong. So the ladies who had seen, or the people who had seen, I think they were young, saw this murder happen and literally saw the guy. And I mean, like we've talked about before, eyewitness testimony isn't the most, like, accurate. No, very true. But they were able to see and give a description. Somehow, the police dispatcher mistakenly described the suspect as a black male to the police officers that was rushing to the scene. No. 
So, again, the Zodiac started casually walking north down the street. God. Literally not a care in the world. Are like walking you north. Me? Literally, and the girls like see him walking and the, you know, they're probably thinking, like, I'm not gonna go chase him. Like, this guy literally Heck just killed no. someone. And the police go right by him. Are you drive right by him? Kidding. Because they are looking for a black male. Who's his dispatcher? What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, when the description was announced, when they actually like, finally got everything figured out and announced, the police kind of came and were like, not only did we not arrest him, we might have actually talked to him that night. <gasps> no, they and didn't. he threw him off. He, did. he was telling these things, but they, they were literally like, oh, he doesn't even fit the suspect at all. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, that. Like, I'm really, oh, he has blood. And the thing was even creepier is he probably had blood on him. Brick. Yeah. So this is where it's like very like oh. what happened here and like you can a huge mistake and this is gonna annoy me so much to this day that literally was walking away like he wasn't running he wasn't hiding he was walking down the street a lighted street and they what? rode right past him. Just like mm-hmm. the audacity yes. of this man. So basically, three days later on October fourteenth. A letter, the San Francisco Chronicle received a letter claiming the crime from the Zodiac. And it gave details again, and it also contained a bloody scrap of Stein's shirt. Same color shirt? The Same color guy. shirt, his <gasps> blood. So when I said his shirt was missing, he had ripped some pieces of the shirt. So, what even made things worse, honestly, is at the end of the letter, he claimed, and I quote, he, well, I'm not quote, at the end of the letter, he said he made a threat, which sent the whole city of San Francisco, I don't even know how, like, an ethical dilemma. He claimed that he would shoot the tires out of a school kid's school bus and, and, quote, pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. Are you kidding me? So he sends this to them, and now it becomes a public safety threat. Because, like, anyone with a kid, like, it becomes, like, do you let people know, or is he just kind of full of crap? Like... What do you do? I don't even know how I would handle that. Oh, my God. So, eventually, God. I think I'm pretty sure they eventually had to let people know. And, like, you can only imagine how scared parents were oh and, like, you're not going all this stuff. On that yeah, bus. you're not going on that no, bus. And this I... is a big, like, San Francisco's a big town. Mm-hmm. So, he's getting even more aggressive now. So, about a month later, he sends another cipher. And it's one, this letter was a 340-character cipher, and it has stumped everyone to these days. Oh, get yes. it to me. <laughs> Caitlin's like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> but honestly, if this is one of those things, if someone does figure it out, I mean, this is going to be huge. So this one, pretty much I think since his first one was deciphered so easily, he probably got offended that someone was able to figure it out so easily. Gotta so he it made harder. it harder. and. And I heard, and sometimes he'd, he sent many to police officers. That he would, like, have three lines of actually, like, code and, like, a few lines of gibberish. So it didn't, like, make sense. You really had to, like, get inside his mind. Got it. But a day after that, he basically mailed a seven-page letter saying, talking about how the policeman stopped and talked to him and oh, kind of rubbed in their face. Yeah, he was in. like, yeah, oh, not only God. did they see me, which they pretty much admitted, he's like, they stopped and talked to me and... All this stuff. So he really was rubbing it in their face at this point. So on April 20th, 1970, he sent a letter that said, my name is in a code. Simple Mm -hmm. enough, right? 
But the thing is about this code is when you have like that long code, if you figure out patterns, you almost could figure out it as long as who's staying consistent. It's short enough where there's so many options what it could be. They haven't ever been able to. There's been many theories about what it says, but they can't like definitely say this makes sense because there's only like a few like letters to go off of, you know. Mm -hmm. So they haven't ever been able to figure out what that says too. But another thing is, like I said, he's sending letters. Like, he's messing. He's, like, honestly, he's a freaking in the mail club. Like, he's sending so many letters. And he's claiming to do a lot of other murders. Like, I think he claimed to do at least 37 other murders. So this guy is, like, literally claiming everything. But um, he only was proven to do those. So, and you see that, too, with, like, serial killers. They really are. They're really arrogant out here. They're Mm -hmm, really saying they're doing more. So, um, yeah, and there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of evidence he actually attacked more. And this is where things are hard because things like this, there's evidence. Like, it's so crazy. People actually saw him do it. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, like, very little evidence and very little they could actually use in the 70s to figure this out. Yeah, So this, these policemen are kind of just in a hard place. Like, they have these, um description but then the person the first two murders kind of looks different than the guy like the description didn't match really as much the person on um i'll show you a picture real quick but the description with the first three ones didn't really match this and this was a wanted poster after the um murder the taxi driver Yes. And but this isn't this guy I'm showing you. He has like a heavy rim glasses, but he doesn't look like what the other people are describing as like a rounder face and big I and know, bulky. That's very true. So it kind of left everyone kind of confused, but then they're like it had to be him because he claimed it and he claimed other ones, so that's where they pretty much put all this together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they even though he claimed to do other, and still to this day they don't know really. Mm-hmm. And at one time I even seen that they literally were trying to connect Ted Bundy to one of his mur- Like, it was like, they had no idea, because he was kind of really? out there at the time. Yeah. So, are you ready to talk about some suspects? Suspects. Hey, everyone. It's Taylor Editing. Wahahaha. You're going to have to come back tomorrow to hear the suspects in this case and hear if the killer was ever caught. Hee <laughs> hee. We're back, everyone. Yeah. We need, after this episode, after this um, story I told, I'm kind of mad. That was my finger, I promise. I'm kind of mad. Oh. Stop, Caitlin. Ah, dang it. But oh. I'm, so, I think that's my favorite thing this episode. I know. She's, that's you know, the title. You, she oh. might be 21, but is she, like, as mature as, like, a 21-year-old? Like, like me? <laughs> Do you see me making fake farting sounds? Yeah. No. <laughs> After this story... And me giggling this whole time, you're going to understand why I'm still, at heart, not 21. (laughs) I know. It's so hard because I feel like we should distinguish the 21-year-olds and the 21-and-a-half-year-olds. Okay. Like, when you turn 21, it's, like, all fun and games. Like, you're having fun. You're, like, no care in the world. You're making farting jokes. And, like, but when you turn 21-and-a-half, like... Like, what do I have to look forward to? I vividly remember making tooting jokes and sex jokes earlier today and you laughed just as hard as i did i don't remember recall that actually so yeah okay it wasn't recorded does it count all our listeners know who's right uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right okay should on. we jump in yeah let's, let's <laughs> just take a plunge in 
<laughs> so, because it's my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I already know where this is going. I just I just feel like that's weird to say now. I'm all nervous now. Yeah, I know. Like, how do you feel? <sighs> I'm, like, nervous for you. I'm so nervous. You have a lot of power in your hands right now. I know. That's why I, ha- I just... Ugh, I think I picked the best story. Okay. Because you're going to understand it's perfect for my birthday. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. So... At first, before I tell my story, I want to get a little sentimental and just, you know, give all my fans, I mean, family, fam, family, yes. <laughs> Man, Caitlin, are you, she's really out here, guys. She thinks she's famous town. <sighs> Sorry, it slipped. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want, I'm serious. I, I really, truly am thankful for you and my so family. Sweet. And doing this podcast has been so much fun this whole summer. And well, it's been a blast. You guys don't understand Dude. how much fun we have doing this. Like, literally, we always talk. Like, me and Caitlin, like, every other week always have, like, not meltdowns. <laughs> we, we always, like, sit in my dad's basement and, like, staring off. We're like, we're not funny. Like, we have no friends. And Caitlin's optimistic. She's like, we're doing this for us. I'm Seriously. like, honestly, we could have just not even released this and just, like, <laughs> just, just record each other. Yeah, each yeah. other and probably thought it was fun because exactly. it's been the time. It's been fun. Are honestly. you going to just hold on to that mic? Yeah, like holding it. <laughs> it's <laughs> making a lot of sounds. <laughs> no, it's not. It sounds like an ultrasound. <laughs> You're going to put that down. Stop it. Ooh. <laughs> We're doing ultrasounds tonight. Put that shit down. Okay, I am. I'm getting sentimental. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay, between okay, my okay, knees. Okay, keep going. Okay. So like I said, thank you, Taylor, for being so awesome. You're so kind. I know. I think I'm awesome, too. Thanks for you are. <laughs> you are awesome. I do think you're awesome. I'll say it. You're very funny, and I... I'll say I showed the best co-host, not to get sentimental, but... <gasps> oh, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm about to walk out this door. Can <laughs> you boomer break it for me? I'm going out the window. Hopefully your true love's out there. I know, for I know. You. So, in honor of our 10th episode and my birthday and being thankful for Taylor and our podcast, <laughs> I want to tell a short story about when I kn- knew Taylor and I would probably be making a podcast. <laughs> Wait, is this a true story? It's a true story. Okay, okay, okay. That's all I tell on this podcast. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I know. I, re- I I don't know why I think it's like fiction. It's so funny. You okay, ask okay, that. okay. Okay, but this is true. So when Taylor and I first officially met, I think we talked about this like uh-huh. somewhat on the intro episode. Mm-hmm. When we were on campus at Wichita State and we were passing each other, we both mm-hmm. knew we were in Delta Gamma. Yeah. Taylor was just recently... And I was and not initiating. I just had gone to a just chapter. joined. Yes, right. Yeah. So like, I feel like when you get into a sorority, like, I don't know. You like know your people that are in it, but it's like cool. Yes. <laughs> like even like we're the same exact age, but it was like yeah. I don't know. It's like cool when someone older talks to you almost, or yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Because I was just... already a member, but Taylor mm-hmm. had just joined because yeah. she had went to Kansas Wesleyan prior mm-hmm. to that for her freshman year. Athlete life. Yes. A hashtag athlete. Life. Hashtag tennis. Yes. So <laughs> one thing. We like we just stopped mm-hmm. and we started talking and I wrote this down but I was just like I think in my mind when I was mm-hmm. talking to you I'm like oh my god I could talk to this girl forever yeah. like I felt like I knew you beforehand and it was so weird because we never had talked before no like maybe like a passing by but nothing but yeah. we talked like like so now na- probably for literally 30 40 minutes just standing in that quad and just like about the most random things ever so and we funny. like did not know and we ended it was just like kind of like our goodbyes now it was just like 
bye? Like, I know. I don't want to say bye, but <laughs> like, okay, bye. <laughs> are we hanging out later? Yeah. Like, it was, like, this weird, but the connection, the vibes were there. Exactly. Vibes exactly. were there. That's why this podcast is always two hours long. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but sorry. you you know you guys love it. Yeah. <laughs> we know you all love it. <laughs> so, one of my favorite topics that we talked about when mm-hmm. we were sitting there for, like, hours, it felt yeah. like, was about intramurals. <laughs> Oh, I know where she's going for this. Oh my gosh, I almost <laughs> forgot. Guys, this is probably me. And my favorite like inside joke uh-huh. I would say with Taylor. So we're we're talking about intramurals, <laughs> right? We're talking about how we're gonna dominate the oh, field yeah. on flag football. football. If you guys would see how actually bad I am, I'm the girl that like this girl like did <laughs> the slowest juke out of me and who falls <laughs> on the ground like it's trampled, like <laughs> it's Caitlin's like first of all the thing about me is I'm a good also I'm a good tennis player. You are a very like, good tennis I player. I practice a lot. Caitlin's like one of those people that's just like good at all the sports. Like athletic. Thank you. And so she's like that. And then my football skills are like Hey, Taylor gets a partace participation medal for A it. participation. Like I go I try hard. I fall <laughs> on every play. I'm a defensive person. Yes. And like I fall person. on literally every play. I get scraped up for my team, but I'm terrible. Yes. Terrible. But, but we love that for I you. have a heart for it. Yeah. And you know, we talked about it like mm-hmm. we were both like in the NFL type yeah, deal. Like right? we were like I was like, you I'll bring the eye black. Like we were prepping for this season. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So one of the preps we thought of, <laughs> I don't know how it came up, but was about B twelve. B twelve. Now if you all don't know what B twelve is, it's this type of vitamin that kinda gives you energy, right? But the thing is it really like the more I learned about it, it really doesn't. Like what does it even do? I honestly, honestly like looked it up. <laughs> It's not like what people would use for energy. Like, we're stupid. Really? (laughs) Yeah, and I really, the funny thing is I really just took your word for it. Well, because, Uh okay, so funny thing was me and Margo took Mm -hmm. B12 before high school basketball games. Yeah. And we thought, oh, man, this is really getting stamped up. It says it helps people not be tired and weak, but it has something to do with, like, anemia. Oh. So it's, (laughs) it's, like, not something you would, like, take. But, so, like, I really took Caitlin's word through it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, hit Dylan's up before. Like, we're going to be hype. Exactly. So we're thinking, okay, we're going to get B12. We're gonna ha- we have to sneak it into the uh-huh. intramural game because that's an illegal <laughs> drug, vitamin. right? Yeah. <laughs> that we bought. When you didn't need your ID. I'm like, <laughs> it's literally a water-soluble vitamin. Your body, exactly. Like, and, like, so, and it actually tastes pretty good. Like, they have pretty good it's flavor. Like, yeah, honestly. It's honestly, it's honestly really a little good. gummy, uh-huh. honestly. <laughs> it tastes really good. <laughs> We were just slamming jokes left and right, mm-hmm. and then something came up where Taylor, I think, said, what if, <laughs> hear me out, we take B24? And she's like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, that would be crazy. I'm like, we're going to win the championship with two of these vitamins like, in our body. No one's going to be able yeah. to stop us. And we're over here, like, we are, like, talking, like, no one's around. Like, we no. were doing, like, a criminal act. And literally, the funny thing is, the serving size probably is two. Exactly. But we're and over here, like, B24, Caitlin's like, yes. should we do it? Like, <laughs> should we risk it? And I'm like, Caitlin, like, it's almost the playoffs. Like, it's, we have to show more made up. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, somehow, <laughs> we got to B144. And we didn't get to it. We, like, talked. We're like, we literally, the funny thing is, we have so much talk. <laughs> Like, we are all talk, no action. Oh, I remember talk. we took two. We both, like, we have headaches. 
Yes. And I'm like, and someone give me an Advil. <laughs> like, I was like, like, this is awful. And then, like, to everyone else, I'm like, B144. We're taking 12B. And, like, we are such big freaking liars. We took we two were. one time. I mean, you were both like, oh. Like, we're like, shit, is that the energy? <laughs> and then, I was like, I actually kind of feel terrible. Too much vitamins. Like, Should we smash them up and snort them? <laughs> or, like, faster into the system. Come on. Every- <laughs> Get it in the bloodstream. Yeah, everyone's just like. Everybody thought we were the weirdest yeah, people. Yeah, the weirdest. But you know, it just we just vibed on this. But you, d- but we were the ones yeah. that were the most hypest out oh, there. Oh, we were the hype for we, sure. It they can't say like we didn't win or anything, but we were for the team. Hype yes. had fun out there. We went hard. So much fun. So much fun. That honestly, I almost forget about that. Dude, it's hashtag B one forty four. Hashtag B one forty four. Iconic. It's literally one of my Iconic. favorite things. Yeah. That was one of my favorite times. Honestly, That's I love intramural sports. When we came up with that joke, mm-hmm. I think that was when I for sure knew that we needed to start a podcast. <laughs> Caitlin's at home writing your dear diary. Exactly. <laughs> Met a girl today. Her name's Taylor. Hashtag B one forty four. Um, starting a podcast. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm funny. <laughs> You're like, hey, put us together. But we still didn't like We're talk all funny. tons. That's the weird part. We didn't talk No, and that is, it's crazy. Uh It's like we were saving all of this conversation for later. I don't even, it's so crazy because I even look back and I'm like, we kind of talked on and off even like last summer and we talked before school started, but yeah, it was like November all summer, like every day. No, I think I literally text you every day of my life. Oh my God, it's insane. Like 100%. (laughs) Like it's like, got to text Caitlin about a little thing. I'm like, and it's just like small things (laughs) too. I'm like, oh my God, I got to tell Taylor this. (laughs) I'm like, hey, like I got out of bed. Like (laughs) what are you up to? (laughs) She's like, I'm at work. I'm like, hey, like, or just like, like update on her car, which is kind of a big update. But (laughs) I'm crashing my car. Taylor's up at 9 a.m. What yeah. is she doing? Oh, she crashed her <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, she crashed her car normal. Typical. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> texting him like, hey, I made like two eggs for breakfast. I thought you'd want to know like, how's your morning? <laughs> You're like, Taylor, stop. Stop I'm like, it. Hey. <laughs> Every five minutes. Honestly. Hey, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I don't want to say if I miss you, but <laughs> I, I send voice it. memos. I'm like, this will delete in one minute. <laughs> but the best. Well, it's Taylor again editing. Um, Caitlin's going to tell the rest of her short wink wink story on part two of this episode. But yeah, so I guess I'll just, our outro will be in our next episode. So I'll just make my own little outro here. So Caitlin does a good outweigh the bad. Okay. See y'all tomorrow for part two. Bye. I love y'all.